0: it decided it never wanted to see again, a public execution. Rainey Bathia was charged for the murder and rape of a 70-year-old woman, and he confessed the crime to the jury, to the people, numerous times. And it only took the jury just a few minutes to decide that he was guilty and that his fate would be execution by hanging, a public execution by hanging in Owensboro, Kentucky. There was really nothing very noteworthy about the trial. What was noteworthy was what happened at the public execution. In the newspaper article, it said that 20,000 people showed up to witness this event. They filled the streets. They filled the bars. They were even having hanging parties. There's a photo of people on the rooftops, even children there, to see this public spectacle of a man who would be hung. In the newspapers, the headlines in Chicago said this, death makes a holiday, 20,000 revel over a hanging. When America got news of this, they were appalled. The American public were offended by their celebration of death and of a hanging. And so legislation began immediately because they no longer wanted to see a public execution again. Rainy Bethia was the last person in the United States to ever be publicly executed. A man who was six years old at the time, Bob Howe, wasn't able to witness the hanging. His parents wouldn't let him go, but... A newspaper reporter came to him many years later and asked him where about he was buried. And he was able to show him more or less where he was buried, but he said he didn't really know somewhere over there because there was no marker, no gravestone, no nothing. You see, the people of Owensboro, Kentucky, wanted to forget that that event ever happened. We are here today to recognize a public execution. And we aren't ashamed of it. We come, we, we bring our children. We have them sing songs about a crucifixion. They learn about it in Sunday school. We take them home. We tell them more stories about this crucifixion that happened. Why? It's because in this death, we see light. In, your lesson, in the bulletin on page 12, Luke records this for us. Starting at verse 32, he says, Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, there they crucified him along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. What a dark scene. They're walking towards this place that is called the skull. And Jesus walks there with two other criminals. They're carrying their own crosses. People are jeering. They're gawking at them, spitting at them, yelling at them, shouting at them. And they get to the top of the hill and they, the soldiers nail them to the cross. Just high enough so that everybody can see. And there they would die a very slow death of suffocation. Could you imagine if that would have been the scene in Owensboro, Kentucky? What the newspapers would have said about the people there. Yet year after year we come here, don't we? On Good Friday, and we remember, we think over again and again what happened at that moment, that public execution. And it's there, when we look at the crucifixion of Jesus, that we understand, again, the seriousness of sin. It's there, at Jesus' death, that we consider our own death. We consider our own sins. The lies that we've told, the the loveless actions in our life. The words that hurt other people purposefully. We consider all of the seriousness of sin, and we wonder, how could a Creator possibly deem that this is the punishment for that crime, for sin? We wonder that sometimes, don't we? We don't always agree with the punishment for the crime. The sins that we've committed so often, we want to brush them aside and say, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that serious. So many other people are doing it. We even accuse God at times of <clears throat> overreacting to sin. But who has the better perspective on sin? The person who has, was born in it, who is wallowing in his sin his entire life, the person who is, has grown so accustomed to it, or the one who stands above it all and can see it as it is from a distance. Who has a clearer Understanding of sin. The true nature of sin. It's like an addict who thinks that nobody else understands. That nobody else can understand his perspective. An addict who thinks that he gets it, nobody else can get it. That everybody else has a distorted view of his problem. We need to be here, don't we? We need to be here on Good Friday. We need to contemplate the death of our Savior, His suffering, His pain. We need to contemplate that gruesome act. We need to do that to remind ourselves of the seriousness of sin, a seriousness that this world wants to deny, and a seriousness that we are tempted to forget. But we call this Friday... Good. And it's not the morbid merrymaking that happened in Owensboro, Kentucky. But we call this Friday good because on that day that Jesus died, our sin died with it. On that day that Jesus died, your guilt that bears down on your consciences day after day for things that you have committed in the past died with the Son of God. And all the things that you have done in your life that insulted God, God now atones for that sin through the death of His Son. The collective death of the sin of the history of the world, that's what we see today on Good Friday. In this death, we see life. Because where sin dies, death loses its power completely. In the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve, when they first sinned, they did not just bring sin into the world. What came right after sin was death. And from that moment on, everybody has been dying since. But because Jesus destroyed sin, now death has lost all of its power, and death for us has now become the portal to eternal life a life which someday we'll be able to look at sin and death as nothing more than a distant memory. In August of 2011, Bob Howe, who was six years old at the time of that public execution, led a a newspaper reporter around to that site, and he said, "It's, it's somewhere over there. We're not exactly sure where... He was buried somewhere in this general vicinity. No one knew there was no signage up, no marker. The people of Owensboro, Kentucky wanted to forget that it ever happened. But this public execution of Jesus, we never want to forget. It's there where we see that sin died with Jesus. It's there where we see that death no longer has any power, and it's there where we see that we have life. Amen.